Yeah, yeah, we're back. Ergo wow. Radio, 88.5 FM, Thursday at noon. We are here. What's up, Kiss? This is this feels like a, like a big deal. I kind of forgot that we're actually a radio show and not just a podcast, but we're back on WHBK 88.5, ErgoRadio.com, showcasing strong young voices from Chicago and beyond. Every week, another conversation with an artist, writer, organizer, poet, musician, space maker, a person reshaping the culture of our city and our country for the more equitable and the more creative. Um, it's been a, a fun run. Episode 61 yeah, up here. We, we, we doing it big. What's up, FCC? You miss me? I'm back. <laughs> uh, we, we have a very special guest here in the studio uh, on 57th and University. I'm just excited to be back here, honestly. Um, and we'll, we'll get to them in a minute. But first couple announcements you first you got anything damn you want yeah to yeah it's a couple things going on this weekend so uh this saturday there is going to be a reading uh stage reading of christiana ray cologne's new play shout out to my big sister a uh, florissant in canfield i am actually in that reading uh and then later that evening there will be a uh dramatic hip-hop poetic s- slam fusion uh series called octagon live we've been doing it uh for about two years now um, and it will not only help raise proceeds to pay actors appearing in the Chicago debut of her new show, Octagon, but it will also be raising funds for our new building. Let Us Breathe just signed a lease for a two-story building hey. on 51st and Laughlin. So anybody who was up on Freedom Square or any of the work Let Us Breathe has been doing for the last two years, uh, we now have a space uh, for the next three years. Um, so all the work of Freedom Square we were doing out on the block, we're going to have a space to do it more permanently. And we're still going to be out in the streets, too. So you can come to Octagon Saturday night at the Frontier in Uptown. Uh, a couple other things tonight, Thursday night, uh, there's a uh, art and action space in Congress Plaza for uh, Brescia Meadows. Um, this is organized by a bunch of the folks we've had on the show. Uh, if you don't know about uh, that uh, campaign, definitely look it up. Oh, Brescia. Um, Brescia. Thank you for the <laughs> clarification. I've only seen it written. I yeah, hadn't yeah, heard it yeah, pronounced. Yeah, that happens on the well, for my, uh, you know, for my, for my, for my Jewish listeners out there. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> happy Rosh Hashanah to you. Second of all, if not now, um, which is an amazing kind of grassroots network of young Jewish folks in operating in direct opposition to the occupation of Palestine, we're doing a big action on Saturday in Lakeview Peep Facebook for more information about that. Also, Church on the Nine is on Sunday. Oh. Respect. So you can get the synagogue on Saturday and the church on Sunday. It's perfect. <laughs> and then next Wednesday, last plug, I promise, um, the brilliant writer and music writer and poet Hanif Willis Abdurraqib is doing a reading at uh, the Silver Room. He has a new book that just came out. He's homies with so many people we've had on here. Eve Ewing, he writes for MTV. He's fantastic. It's free, I believe. Come through that next Wednesday. And that's everything I got. Oh, and put a couple friends onto the podcast, you know. For sure, for sure. So now let's get down to the fun part of the show. Um, I'm really excited to have you here, especially as we're back up in the space in the space up here, because you're one of the most um, like thoughtful and intentional and like effective space makers I've seen in the city. Um, in addition to being an, an actor and an artist and all bunch of other kinds of things. Um, we have Daniel Kyrie, also known as DK, here. How yeah, you feeling? Thanks. Um, I feel good, man. It's I feel good. It's a good day. Where, where, it's a good how, day to be alive. How's the world treating you? How are you treating it? Oh, that's a good question, man. Uh, the world is 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 brilliant and moving and changing and shifting, and and uh, I'm adapting to it <laughs> as best I can. <laughs> Just trying to keep up. Just trying to keep up, man. Yeah. 
So among all of the other things you do, you're also one of the co-founders and creators of the Dojo, which is a space yeah. in Pilsen. Um, Shout out, y'all just had your one year anniversary. Yeah, thanks, man. The, the show looked like it went dope. I was going to make it, but I had like car troubles. No, I, but also I, I Damon thought... doesn't go to anything. I, I try. I, I try. Know. I've seen him around I'm a couple around, times. Right? No, I, I, I pop out from out, here and there, but like yeah. my car stopped down within 24 hours of getting it like four times. Oh, dang. Man. So I missed it. But tell us. Yeah, tell us about it? it. Tell us about the experience. Yeah, Man, so, don't mind. Yeah, so we, we, um, we've been planning it for a while. We've been planning it since like mid-summer. And um, we just, we want it, you know, we're, we're a year old now. We're, we're still a relatively uh, new space, a new art collective um, of folks that got together around this time last year. And we just, we wanted to have a celebration with all of our friends and all of the um, the really amazing artists that we've had, you know, uh, through the space in the course of a year. I mean, we've done something like upwards of like 50 shows in a year span. And there's just been so many like connections. Thanks, man. There's been yeah. so many like connections that we've made. And uh, yeah, we just, I don't know, we just wanted to do something to celebrate. So we got like a little bit, shout out to Rut Corp. They're um, a space that operates um, out of Bridgeport. And uh, we, we figured we need a slightly bigger space, and that was uh, that was that, that ended up to be true. And we had some really amazing artists that night: Sam Trump and uh, Kane and the Burns twins killed it, uh, uh, and some a couple of homies from the um, Close Sessions roster, a couple and uh, uh, Boathouse, and yeah, I mean it was it was really awesome. It was really great. So now a year in. First of all, for those who don't know about the dojo what's the like the we'll make you give the elevator pitch like real quick what is it that y'all do um so first and foremost we are we are in, we are in our collective of uh chicago creatives um only a few people are transplants but uh we started off with like a core of like chicagoans uh and uh we just have a we try to have a space that's like radi- radically inclusive um, and we're a multicultural interdisciplinary art space, uh, primarily, uh, you know, visual art, installation art, music, spoken word, uh, poetry, whatever we can we can get in there. We 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 get in there, and we try to. Um, I think that we're more sort of um, these days. We place an emphasis on on sort of POC art and uh, and voices as much as possible, um, because I mean that's just sort of what we came like out of the gate doing Mm -hmm. and it's something that was like missing i think in like the diy scene um and so we've been able to like provide that just with you know some of the dope artists that we know all right so so you said it was about a year ago that y'all came together to talk a little bit about that process or that moment of how y'all went from being people who knew each other to do things that are in relationship to each other to being intentional and collective and what y'all are building so what happened actually is I um about two years ago now I found this <laughs> I, I used to live um off in the um off of Halsted in the art district of Pilsen uh, for the longest time and like seeing you know, like they do uh like every second Friday of the month they mm-hmm. do like the art walk and like that kind of thing and being around that was like um interesting because I'd never I had never been sort of um introduced to anything like that where you got uh, sorry where you uh, pop in new, um, you just they just invited people into into gallery spaces and stuff like that. And I thought that was super cool. And I was in a band at the time, 
um, called Brigade uh, with my best friend Emily Woods, who is also um, on the one of the board members of the dojo. And uh, we decided that we were going to throw a show and it was going to have art and we were going to like um, get together with a few other bands that we had previously uh, sort of collabed with. And we and we had this event and it went really well. And I thought to myself, well, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if um, like outside of just like auditioning and, and, and being on stages and stuff, like I, I need to find something that creatively fulfills me and it's sort of like holding space and facilitating space for artists to get in and do their thing and it was it was right around the same time that I had just gotten um out of school and I feel like everybody has that lull after school maybe maybe if you're like you know what I mean (laughs) yeah where you're like I don't yeah I mean you're like I don't know what what I'm doing come on you know what I mean what is this Is this a day? Do I wake up? I don't even know. Um, I mean, yeah, and 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 I and I went through that through that slump, and and um, and it was and it, you know around the same time, me and my my roommate who I met on Craigslist, who's this awesome guy named Alex Palma, and he does um, like sound design um, at like the Art Institute and with the Blue Man Group, and he's he's oh, a man, really you dope. like won the yeah. Craigslist. No, pool. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he really came through for. I couldn't win. It's really a real south. It's a it's a real wild card. I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna digress for one second. I want to talk about yeah. the small Chihuahua that lived in my house for about ten months. That was a Craigslist. Uh, Seymour was cool, man. Seymour was not cool. <laughs> I was Seymour, a fan of Seymour. Y'all. It wasn't Chihuahua. Seymour's fault. But right, right. Seymour, let's be let's be fair. Seymour was not walked often. Seymour oh, had a, no. a small spot in the living room <laughs> that was Seymour's restroom. And Seymour was not my dog. So shouts to you, Seymour, not shouts necessarily to your owner. We no longer live together and the house smells a lot better. Anyway, back to... <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he definitely didn't do sound design and like help you imagine a new yeah, future. So that's pretty I just, rough. I just don't my want us to place little... the structural limitations <laughs> of the environment onto Seymour. You know? I hate <laughs> it's not Seymour's <laughs> fault. Like, don't blame Seymour. Uh, no, my roommate was a little more chill than that. Uh <laughs> Um, and but, did you get blue man tickets? Um, you know what? I still have not. I've lived with this uh, dude for two years. Nah, nah, and I still, nah, nah, actually, but he's got me in the art institute okay. for free a couple times, uh, MCA and stuff, just to look at, you know. Yeah. Um, you would go for free to MCA on like Tuesday. Or that's something. true. Yeah. That's true. He didn't really come that. in through no, for we're, nothing. We're taking those kudos back, roommate. <laughs> What's his name? Alex. It was Alex Palm. Alex. You gotta step it up, man. There you need to see Blue Man. Step it up, Palma. Step it up, And if you got a couple extra tickets, I mean, we'll go to Blue Man. I'll go to see Blue Man group if you give me that. I mean, there's been people that's gotten tickets and I just haven't been one of them, but... um, Uh, Look, no shade. We'll just keep moving on. But, but, uh, so, so, yeah, particularly (laughs) with, uh, uh, with, with Alex Palma, I started, so, um... I went away for a couple months to do a show um, out in Arkansas called Look Away. It was it super dope. Um, was there for three months, and it was about an almost lynching that happened in the 1930s in the area. So it was like super, wow. yeah. It was one of those things. But um, and so I was doing that like full t- full time, and uh, I picked up the u- the ukulele and like yeah, because I was <laughs> no. like I, yeah, you know, because I was like I want to learn how to play something. Guitar seemed too hard at the time, so I picked up ukulele and I came back and I was like, hey man, I wrote these songs. He's like, let's record them, and we did like crazy stuff and. Um, shout out to Kid May Modern That's uh, my music collective um, Shout out to Michael DeVille He's a, a really dope up and coming rapper Who's like in my collective um, But so yeah we started making art together You're so good at the rapper shout outs by the way That was like so low key You're like he's, he's an up and coming rapper Like usually people <laughs> no, like he's, he's, an oct- he's an octagon Okay. Um, um, uh, uh, that's a jackalope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's in that and What's his name? Michael, Michael DeVille Okay yeah, 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 yeah. Um, He 
he anyway he's a ama- he's an amazing guy he's also one of the co-founders of the dojo it's it's all yeah. coming back i swear <laughs> um so we started making art together alex palma and i and we were like so we kind of want to do this you know what i mean like when we're not out hustling in our own thing we want to make you know have a live workspace and so we mm-hmm. hit up craigslist and we looked and um I I love Pilsen. I just I love Pilsen. I've lived there for about four years now, and I and I did I didn't want to leave. So we you know, we hit up Craigslist and we we found um, another space, uh, and we got Michael Deville on board. And he was like, "Yeah, let's let's get in here and let's make some stuff happen." And uh, that's I mean that's really like how it happened. It just kind of grew yeah. from there. And the plan was to make it a like both a live and a like public art. Yeah. Do events, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was because I, because I, I'd, I'd been to, I'd, be, I mean, sh- shout outs to the DIY scene for welcoming um, the dojo crew and our crazy ideas um, with open arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, there was um, a time like while, while I was still in school that I would go to like DIY like events and like things and like. Logan and 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 on the cusp of like Humboldt and all that kind of stuff like funk shows like fun stuff um that was always great but it was always missing something to me and it mm-hmm. was always one, one of the things that it was sort that um and a, and a lot of that community has expressed to us now the thing that's missing is like color and 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 um adequate representation and mm-hmm. you know because you know there are people of color artists of color who who do that type of thing all the time. And so we we wanted to get that in there and they welcomed us. So yeah. I, I want to pause real quick because yeah. I, th- I think you've a few times now like identified as a part of the DIY scene. And, um, and that is and that is like a, a term that is like getting thrown around more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to know like what you personally define that as in practice. Like what does that look like? What does like, that mean What the you? DIY scene means yeah, to yeah. me. And what it actually is, right? Because I think there's yeah. a lot of people who are still trying to figure out what it is, what, the, what, what it that, what that really. Means. I mean, I think we all are, really. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, the the history, I think, and the impetus behind a lot of DIY spaces, whether it turns out to sort of be that way or not, I believe that the impetus behind a lot of DIY spaces is to be sort of like anti. Uh, establishment and, and and like just an anti-capitalistic uh, and just sort of um, a lot of the spaces run on a on a donation based thing and mm-hmm. it's just whatever people want to like offer that kind of thing and um, to uh, pay artists and and um, but I guess what what I think that the dojo sort of exists on the cusp of the DIY scene more than anything we are outsiders in a, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um but we're not excluded do you know what i mean um just because what what we do and what we've brought to the community as far as like because we've had really dope hip-hop shows that i think has set uh the temperature for other um venues and stuff like that because there was always this sort of thing this this uh sort of chasm in between like what they wanted to do and what they knew how to do. You know what I mean? That's a great and, idea. Yeah. And that's kind of like a life thing. Yeah. Like, but that's yeah. but that's sort of where the dojo exists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um I, I embrace the DIY community because they embraced us. But I think that while we are a part of that community, we're also sort of like on the edge of it. And and I just think we've got sort of like ideals that um 
are new, just newer. Yeah. Or, you know? and bridge gaps, it seems like. Because I'm thinking about like, you know, with the that scene being so well-defined, but the, like the characteristics that you just described are so true of, you know, house parties. Or I'm thinking about mm -hmm. like, I'm thinking about the original like warehouse parties that they were throwing that house music mm -hmm. came from, right? Mm -hmm. Being like the ultimate like reclamation of spaces that weren't made, meant for art, mm -hmm. you know, questionable legality in regard to that <laughs> donations at the door um and just people coming together and building this thing yeah uh, and, and so like those being examples of the same kind of community building but those not being seen as part of the same scene right right yeah and and one thing that they that uh the diy scene does really well um talking about that that sort of um reclamation of space mm -hmm. uh and taking and holding space and taking up space is um like for it, it, it it's a great place to sort of be yourself as like um a queer identifying individual or a trans uh gender or trans person um they 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 do those things sort of like most of the spaces do those things sort of really <laughs> well and uh that's something that i i i admire i just um for the for the dojo's purposes uh we we strive at least to um bring a little bit more intersectionality into mm -hmm. play when it comes to that sort of um radical inclusiveness you know what i mean and and just making sure that 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 also extends to yeah um, uh people of color yeah know? and you'll make that so explicit also like in the language that you have for every event page and everything you do like there is a, a mission statement um mm -hmm. and a like a not you know the same way we, when you walked in the freedom square there were the guidelines there mm -hmm. for this is how we hold each other accountable yeah um mm -hmm. you know you'll do a really good job i think of setting that those guidelines clearly um not a single discriminatory ism is one of the things that we say. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. But what do you do? You know, in a year, I have to imagine that there have been moments where people have committed harm. And, and, and it's this, like, tension that we see in other spaces also that aren't just art spaces of, like, trying to imagine a new kind of space at the same right, time that you're implementing right. it. How have y'all balanced, like, actually holding people accountable, accountable to those standards? I mean, well, I mean... Oh. Y'all, I am not used to this mic. <laughs> it's alright. We're DIY up here. It's cool. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, th I mean, that's always the question, isn't it? And and it's hard. It's not. It's not an easy thing. But one of the things I think that helps us do it is, um, as many different types of events that we have in our space, um, it's also my home. Like I live there. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's and it's that thing. Like, you don't want any. Oh. I almost, almost. Uh, we got beef with FCC. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we need at least one. Um, uh, nah. no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not it has gonna do it. To be organic. But anyway, gonna, but <laughs> you caught it already. But uh, anyway, it's it's not organic <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Uh, but I mean, like, it's it's my home, and one of the m things that I try to focus on the most is I try to be as preemptive as possible with language, right? Like establishing um, a language from the moment you walk in the door. It's mm -hmm. being that person. Um, being that face at the door who um, is right off the bat, like I, I is a is a is a person of color who runs the space and who was like, yo, like, welcome to my home. Right. You know, I always go, welcome to the dojo. Welcome to my home. Have you been here before? Et cetera, et cetera. I talk to people. You know what I'm saying? And I I think in in theory, at least um, there once you 
have that moment of connection with someone. And I think as an outsider coming into a space, you sort of see the person behind it and recognize that you, there's an opportunity for you to recognize that it is, that it is a home yeah. and that um, uh, part of my language is, you know, we, we invite people into our home to, to do this. Um, and, and it's just focusing on that language to try and um, let people know like how we operate the space and what we expect of people. Now, when things, I mean, I think that the probably the, I don't know the worst. The worst things that have that have happened there is because I mean it is, you know, a BYOB, bring your own uh, space, <laughs> and I mean people have just gotten you know, extra turn, <laughs> yeah. you know, OTS, <laughs> if you will, and it's it's mainly it's been navigating that. I mean, a couple of times there's been like um, arguments that have like broken out, and whenever that happens, I mean, and that's also why. There are sort of we've got six board members and and our main thing is to is it once it gets to that point is de-escalation. Right. Mm -hmm. And and what does that mean? That's like putting yourself um, in that situation and just being the calm voice of reason as much as possible. And when that doesn't work, it's just like. I'm sorry, like, we're going to have to ask you to leave for the remainder of this event kind of thing. And I mean, it's it's worked out for the most part. I mean, I just can't place enough emphasis on just talking to people. Yeah. Um, I, I think that a lot of times in, like, when situations like that arise, when friction, like, arises, it can be you just don't want to go in with a confrontational energy and you want to go in, hey, like, what's happened? What's the issue here? What's the problem here? you know, figuring and just figuring out how to handle it from there and using your best, um, your best judgment and, and continuing to maintain the language that you set up when they came into the space. Like, mm. we don't allow this. You know, you knew that coming into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we want this to be a safe space and a fun time for everyone. Yeah. I, I like, um, it's hard to ask a question because I'm like living that same thing. Like, how do we restructure accountability? You know, especially yeah. in this time where we're like, you know, it's related to the state, right? Like, mm -hmm. if what we're resisting against is capitalism and, like, militarism and violence, right? Like, how do we reinforce standards of values without those, like, as foundations? Right, outside of those things. And, and yeah. I think also in relationships, I, th I think it's really interesting to hear that y'all have a board, yeah. right? And so, like, how, how did that structure come about and what does that really mean or look like? Are you guys, like, incorporated? No. <laughs> no. Right. no. So, so, uh, so it's just interesting. We just, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why we picked... Um, Bored. I mean, really, we're just we're um, m more often than not, I'll use like the term like resident curator or the core dojo team, because um, from there it sort of spirals out. Like we we have uh, friends who've been um, helping out at the space or who've curated events at the space over the course of the year and, uh, who are um, dependable homies at the dojo. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, who are just sort of they, they're volunteers in there. They they help us to make sure that the space is running smoothly. Um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know why we did board. I guess it's I guess it's just because we make most of the all of the creative decisions behind um, events. Uh, and and of the six core members of the dojo, like one of us is always a point person for an event, right? So mm -hmm. if someone comes into the space and they want to curate something. It's, you know, it's um, examining that event with with that outside person and helping them understand how we run the space and et cetera, et cetera. It's, I guess it's just a responsibility thing 
more than anything, um, we all just have um, our responsibilities uh, to help keep the space like running and to help keep it. Because I got to tell y'all, first of all, after a year of like operation, like wear and tear is real. Yeah, like and I so even imagine. maintaining the space is like almost and and is almost like a full time job. And one of the things that we maintain is um, for our collective and for our space. Just the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. You know what I mean? And what do you mean by that? I, it's it's what I mean by that is just it's it's that it's the it's the responsibilities that we all um, take up, and it's something that we, um, that we take up. You know what I mean? Like as individuals and as a collective, and like we create the responsibility for ourselves mm-hmm. and follow it through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, and what I mean by the more you put into it, it's just. I'm, this has been my personal experience, and like, also, I mean, obviously, I, 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 I can only speak so much for my, my, my partners in crime, but I, for me personally, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Just like the more that you like, put thought and intention and heart, um, behind what you do there. If you're curating an event, like understanding like what, like what the thematic core of it's going to be and, and who you're trying to reach and um, who you want to talk to and who you want to work with to make that event happen. Um, you know, your collaborators are also important and just the work that goes behind that and the care that goes behind that, the personally reaching out to artists who, yeah. you know, we've, I, we've gotten people, that, we've gotten people there that like, it's like, what are you doing here, man? You know what I mean? But it's just like, it's that pursuit. You know what I mean? We, we have like, um, dogged determination sometimes when it comes to like, when we have a vision for something and how we want it to go and how we want a thing to sound and how we want a thing to feel and artists that we respect and that we've been like listening to, like we have listening parties at like our meetings, you know what I mean? Just to like stay up with, keep up with people. And you guys operate with a DJ Khaled like dogged determination. This is how he gets everybody. Is he's like, I Major have a vision key. for this. Major yeah. key. That's a slightly different feel in the space. I'm opposed to where this just went. <laughs> I, I really don't like how as a like, as a society, how much space we're giving this dude. No, but this is important. <laughs> Specifically in the context we're talking about right now, he was like the ultimate DIY. He had a pirate radio show on a boat off the coast of Miami. And I that's how that. people heard him was he would go out there and he would DJ for six hours at a time yeah. on a pirate signal, literally on a boat, and invite people onto this boat and just over time, like it built and built. Is that low-key how he got stranded that one time? Is <laughs> that, is that what really popped start. off? You didn't, he got like, like stranded yeah, on the Yeah, and it was like on Snapchat. He was like Snapchatting and he was like stranded in the middle. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you not know that? <laughs> not actually, okay. I that was the major that, DJ that, that I, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Still, nah. You're not, you're not a fan. Nah. <laughs> He's not with it. You're nah. going to mess it up. We were about to have him on the show next week. Ah, uh, well, he could come on. I'll just tell him, nah, yeah, man. We'll be cool him. with all that. <laughs> but so what you're talking, what you're talking. <laughs> just cool out. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, you think he just needs some breathing yeah, exercises. More yeah. So you're talking about like this intention and, and the. He's like know. the guy at the lunch table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That like makes bad jokes and you like laugh yeah, at him. And you laugh, yeah. And then he's like, starts like enjoying that. And like, he's doing it all the time. And, and now it's like, it doesn't stop. Yeah. 
Right. All right. All right. I'm, I'm done. I digress. <laughs> Folks, turn in every Come week around half an, hour, half an hour into the show. We're going to do our, our weekly Damon Take Shots at Khaled segment. Well, somebody, somebody. Somebody catching this work. Oh, man. This is a whole Radio new thing. <laughs> but the, the kind of like intention that you're talking about uh, and that the more you put in, the more you get out. What it turns into is like a really magical thing. Um, I like to think so, man. There's yeah. been, I just had really just the the good feels you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah and it's special. honestly because sometimes you need that i mean so okay like i'm gonna be real with you for a sec damon like i i i follow you like pretty heavily and i know like all the stuff that you and like christiana do and all you know all of you guys let us breathe collective also congratulations on that new space man it's super dope thank you we and gotta, we gotta work together too also. yeah and i'm and i'm and i'm with it and i'm about it and it's but it's just you guys are like insane but it's and it's and i understand that it's no you are because and i understand that it's it's necessary you know what i mean to do the types of things that you guys are are out here doing and 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 so many like just like young activists and grassroots organizations that are operating out of chicago and for for a while i was i was um out on the streets with you guys protesting like from the back yeah, you know what right, i mean like right. i was like i'm with you but like <laughs> hey what's up um and and I think it was it was right before I went to Arkansas and I made the mistake of um of seeing the of watching the Tamir Rice video and I it like broke something in me like it broke my spirit you know what I mean and and it was after um I, I believe that happened after the non-indictment of Darren Wilson for mm-hmm. Mike Mike Brown and that and that was like you know and I, I was there for that and 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 you just you just you need like self care and you need like a reprieve from that stuff sometimes um, and I and I I, I think largely um, part of my emphasis that I like to place I I, I personally only curate shows um, that are majority or all. Uh, people of color, black and brown bodies, and 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 oftentimes at the dojo, I've looked. Uh, sorry, I've looked around and and seen like a carefree mm-hmm. um, group of black and brown people like celebrating together and laughing together, and you can't. There's nothing that compares to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're, like it's, at, it's at the powerful. At it is it's power it's transcendent it's it's because in relationship to all the, what you're talking about right like you know it, it's it's generations of structure and generations of like yeah. oppression that killed Tamir Rice and killed Mike Brown so it's yeah. gonna take like we need our individual self care and our healing but if we're really trying to like create a new better world we need like to heal on a generational level yeah right? and, and, and so like in an organized fashion you know, and celebrate absolutely life. absolutely and and that's part of my thing like i latched on to the idea of radical reimagination um when it comes to this space because so you know that you know that saying that's like in a perfect world like so what such and such would happen or whatever um a, a lot of the a lot of the time what happens at the dojo is my version of a perfect world. <laughs> I'm not like it's corny. No, it's beautiful. But it's yeah. but it's but it's so real, man. And and it's it's that stuff. And it's and it's talking to people who are, who come up and be like, man, like I I like what you guys are doing. And me being like, we wouldn't be able to do it if it weren't 
for you coming yeah, and representing right. and, and bringing your best vibes and right. your positivity. You know what I mean? And, and creating space in that perfect world that's like also intentionally in the spirit of the other work, right? Yeah. So that it creates this way to be present and to be celebratory that and doesn't reinforce because a lot of times what happens, right? And we, we we I think about this a lot. Like the the ways that people recharge or take care of themselves, or whatever, even if they're not like directly harmful, mm. they're not they're they're distractions or they're pulling away from the thing yeah. into like a you know a separate moment or a separate space. And that doesn't do that communal work. The way you're describing. Right. I got you. I got um, you. And, and it seems it's one of the most beautiful things. And, and you're talking about in this perfect world. I'm curious. You talked already about after a year, the the wear and tear both on the space. And then I would have to imagine for y'all of oh. doing this work. Um, and then not to mention like, and maybe we shouldn't say this. Are y'all allowed to do what you do? Um, like the DIY thing in general. Let's say the, not the dojo specifically. Yeah. In the strictest sense, uh, Probably not. <laughs> um, I love that. That's but, amazing. Yeah, but but it's also like, why not? You right. know what I mean? And I mean, we have the permission of our landlords. Right. So that there's that. We had that conversation because um, ain't nobody trying to get evicted. You yeah, know I was saying? That was kind of my feeling when I walked in. I like looked around and I was like, this is so, it is that perfect word, world and it is so magical. And like, does anybody know that, like, do the people who would shut shit down like this know about this? And why have they not shut this shit down yet? Bro, they can try it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, you ain't coming from my squad like that. No, yeah. but um, it it's it's interesting. I I feel like um, I I, I do want to be cautious, like you yeah, know, yeah, a little bit. Sure. But um, yeah, because I I mean, not to like. I don't want to go too deep, but yeah. I know sometimes in like promoting, you're you're careful about putting the address. We yeah, so mouth. we we like to say this is super corny too, but we like to say we're a key club only. But <laughs> all that means is basically it's just that like you hit up our page for the Addy because it may not even always be at at um at our space. You know what I mean? Like like we just like the mm -hmm. one year anniversary wasn't at um our physical space. Um, but you you hit us up for the address and from there it's like word of mouth and you know it's always just like tell your homies, you know what I mean, who are coming through. And that that usually works out. But also what that sort of does, I think, is because we try as hard as we can. Like they I mean it always ends up in like a turn up. Don't get me wrong. Dancing and all that. And, and but we always try not to place emphasis on the party right. part of it and try yeah. as much as possible to emphasize like um the art and the artists um we try to be as like artist first as possible like mm -hmm. that even goes like at the at the end of the night when we do breakdown of donations um that even goes towards you know doing like a, a 60 40 split in favor of the artists if whenever whenever we can however we can um and and supporting them however much we can and but so what what the what um asking people or requiring people to like ask for the address it's it's almost an extra step right mm -hmm. um i feel like most of the time people looking for the turn up like they want something like it's just like quick and easy you know what i mean yeah. but to ask somebody to take that extra step it means, means you that you want to be there that's yeah. what i'm saying you get the people in the space that actually are seeking it out and want mm -hmm. to be there and that alone i think um it's sort of, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, it sort of we weeds out some of the 
Potent- <laughs> how, how have you <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, because because it, it, it's helpful in that because the people you know I, i've people show up like dressed to the nines and like hair whipped nails done and like just ready to like have a good evening with like their bottle of wine or whatever you know what i mean and it's ne- it's just never the thing of just like just straight up turn up yeah. from the moment you like walk in there and i think that that helps um because there's a sort of I mean, decorum is like the wrong word, but it's the only one I can think of right respect. now. Respect. Yeah. An environment, atmosphere, yeah. There's respect. So so how, like, how are you, like, balancing or or managing the balance of, like, the private and public overlapping mm-hmm. so much, right? Like, this being your actual home, but a, a space that is that is open to a, at least a certain community. Mm-hmm. Are there ever times where you're, where you're like, all right, maybe... The boundaries need to be pushed a little forward because I, I'm I I just need or we just need like I see. people not in our crib right right like, every yeah. time I've ever thrown a party it's gotten to a point where I've been like all right now everyone get the hell out of here yeah and, and we, do that like three times a week and with yeah. it being an art space right people I'm sure you're getting to the point now where people just kind of like show up or, or yeah or pop in right and oh does, does oh that absolutely get to a point where you're like all right. Um, we need people to stop coming over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. That's so, because um, that, that it's, some, it's or, a or unique is that a cat at the bag already. No, I mean it's well, it's a unique experience because at first you're like, you're like, yeah, everybody come through all the time because you're so high off the vibes yeah. from uh, the last show or whatever right. the last event, and I mean, and 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 friends. Uh, uh, Artists who are also friends of of ours, they'll they'll stop by like all the time. I, there was a point that at any given point, someone would always be there, like from you know from the dojo crew would always sort of like be in the space. But then we all just got like super busy with our own personal artistic projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that like that became problematic when folks would just sort of like pop by and be knocking on the door, and you're like like just in for like a minute to like catch a nap before you like go to the next thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there hasn't, there's, there have been moments of, of us being like, okay, like maybe we should chill out. And we've done that. Like we've, we've, um, taken a month off of not throwing shows, uh, at at one point and and we've limited ourselves to doing, um, like one media night, one comedy night a month, and maybe two bigger, um, like multi-art events, you know what I mean? A month. Uh, just to give ourselves some breathing room and some space. And I think sort of implementing like those rules amongst ourselves helps when it comes to spillover of folks just like, but I mean, we still get people like, I don't know, like the other week there was like a group of like, maybe like 10 folks that were knocking on the door and like all the lights were off and stuff. And I was in my room, like watching Netflix and I like come out and they're like, um, is there a show tonight? And I'm like, oh, so no. <laughs> like we're, we're doing a private screening. It's just me watching this. Is I'm there a show? That's that's a weird question. I mean, is but people have done it. Like they've been like, is there? There's a show here tonight, right? And I'm like, nah, fam. I don't know which dojo you're talking about. But um, but so has yeah. Any, I mean, that has, has anybody happened. showed up looking to do martial arts? No, no. Just thought I'd check. <laughs> so so I have this new thing now. Called the Bell Biv DeVoe moment, right? Of uh-huh. like, I think that's a really, I think that name hits, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. it's a good brand. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, I just always try to imagine, like, what, how did they feel when they were recording Poison, right? Like, did they, like, did they instantly say, oh, this is magic, right? Right? Like, right. as soon as they heard, it's, it. like, right? Like, <laughs> for the next 20 years, we're touring. What was the moment <laughs> where you're like, oh, dojo, like that, 
that works that clicks how did that come about what's like kind of behind just the name the brand um so the dojo I came up with the name. Okay, all right. I did. You by yourself. We, it was all me. I was alone in my room. No. It was um, the dojo board of me, 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 me. Me and me. me. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, and I it was re- It was super early on. And um, we'd done this thing where we just like saved a show. There was a show that was going on at this venue or, or whatever. And uh, the space uh, or, the, or the venue that they were at like closed down or something at last minute. And they hit... Uh, my co-founder Michael up and Michael was like, yeah, we're going to do this thing. And I was like, we're not ready. Like we hadn't even moved in at that point. We, we had the place for like a month and we hadn't moved in yet. But anyway, so he was like, we going to do it. And then like they did it and it was like a dope night. And at the end of it, I was like, man, like we got to call this place something like, what do we want to call it? The rabbit hole. And I was like, nah, Uh, like ice cast two status. No, Um, but uh, Good for me, going with the rabbit hole. Right? I know I my old place was called the rabbit hole, and so that was just not fresh anyway. Um, <laughs> I no, but for real, I I was like legitimately like meditating on the name because I wanted it. I'm I'm such a I'm such a language person, or I, at least I try to be as much as possible. Um, and I wanted something that would sort of like resonate and like stick and not be like easily forgotten, but like is just unique enough where people are like what. Um, and I, I straight up, and I, I do this sometimes. I just straight up was like looking in like dictionaries and looking online and like that sort of thing. It's, it's not, it's not a good story, like at <laughs> all. But I eventually, I settled on the dojo because of what it means. Um, and it's traditional Japanese. It means place of the way. Uh, but what it is, um, physically, it's, it's a, it's a training ground. Like it's meant to be a training ground, mm. a, a place where people, um, I mean, I guess traditionally, physically. Yeah. Um, to to train up for the martial arts and things of that like nature, spiritually but also spiritually, yeah. mentally, emotionally, it's about balance, right? Um, and like that, the my original impetus behind it was that whole thing of that lull after college. I don't know what I'm doing, like that kind of like mentality and thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, this could be a training ground for the arts you know what I mean like what if mm-hmm. like our homies who have never had the opportunity to even have their their painting seen right. or critiqued or talked about what like you know providing a space for them before they before they go out and, and try to get in like the the um, larger like gallery spaces and those types of things people who are still in school you know what I mean uh, people who are just out of school and, and who just who need eyes. Out of people who dropped out of school. Just people who need eyes on their stuff yeah. or ears on their stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and to and to have that. And, to, and um, I'm a dialogue seeker, so I wanted to facilitate that conversation in some way. So the dojo is a training ground of um, artists. It's just a place for you to do your thing. Word. So we got all the beautiful things about it, and I think it is a really beautiful space. It's not the Thank first time you. it's come up on the show. We're going with straight to the controversy. Uh, oh, the for, controversy for, for, for. the streets have been talking about uh, the, streets the intellectual talking. streets. We up here with the uh, the Jewish K Slay. <laughs> K Slay. <laughs> um, back on episode twenty eight, uh, Ricardo Gamboa. You know, and it was it was a while back. It was maybe six months. It was eight months ago. So yeah. y'all have been around for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he had January in I January, think. right? So he had some some like thoughts and critiques that we talked about on the air. Um, and I don't, I'm not even just, I'm, we're going to play it. And I don't even necessarily just want it to be like, you know, you're like sn- snap back at him, 
but I'm curious, or clap back, I guess would clap be back, the actual yeah. term. I don't want this to be your cap <laughs> pointed back at him, but uh, like more so like thinking about how have y'all learned from critiques and how have you learned to deal with critiques? But first, Word. here's Ricky Gamboa from episode 28, talking about the dojo and Pilsen as a whole. For you, looking at the way that those kinds of spaces fit into a neighborhood and a city, like if someone wants to make something new, like what 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 are the words of caution you would give or, or or the things you'd want them to keep in mind? I mean, right. So I think part of what happened was there is this kind of like underground, like cool, like kind of like like vice like type of publication called Bam that did a video on them. And part of how they celebrated them and like the posting and sharing of this video was like, yo, like look at underground, do it yourself, people of color, women, queers. And I'm just like, that is crazy because I'm brown and I'm queer. And like, there's been, there's a lot more of me and there's a lot of brown and, and, and you know, queer um, and, and, and women that have been in Pilsen for a while that have been, you know, d doing some do it yourself type of, right. of things. You know, my boy David Pintor has uh, built a, a theater in the back of his of his uh, of his parents house. It's a tent theater. You can go. There's air conditioning. There's a DJ booth and there is a bar, you know, and a, and we perform in there. I perform with him. That, and that's there every summer. And it's, you know, kind of like politicized performance art meets sketch comedy type of stuff that's been there for five years, you know. And even before us, there's people like, um, you know, the the Decima Musa Cafe, which was, you know, a cafe funded by, uh, founded by women of color. And that was huge for the cultural life. There's the Artelitas, right? So there's all these people that have been doing stuff and newcomers that are new people that grew up in the hood that are doing stuff that get that get eclipsed. You know, and that never get to be represented or archived in the same way. There's a there's a there's a great thing to that, right? Again, the state can't touch what it can't see. You know, right. but I think in other ways, um, when we t you know, when we talk about like how history is written and who gets left out, how those dynamics play out, and I think if you're gonna start a new place, if you're gonna go somewhere, right? I think one of it's like being honest, right? So when I called this out, it wasn't like, yo, I know, like this this stuff is like really messy. It was like. No, I am like a queer and a intersectionality. And I'm like, yo, dude, we're not talking about Kimberly Crenshaw right now, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're just talking about the way artists, right? The fantasy of the artist as outside of capital. The fantasy right. of the artist as like not a part of the market. It's actually not true. And artists. making something from scratch too. That's it, as if like it was all empty space before. Right. You and know how that fits into it. Yeah, yeah I said that, right? Because part of what, what their deal is like, you know, we're a platform. And I actually think what I could I could say like 10 good things off the top of my head about what's valuable about what they're doing. Right. But like, I, their thing was like, we're not participating in gentrification. I was like, damn dog, can you tell me how? Because I've lived, I've lived in this like community, right? I, I, I grew up, you know, largely in, largely in here. Um, I do a ton of activist work around here and I am participating right. in gentrification. So like right. when Teach you, when, you know, fit, fit, like help <laughs> yeah. me, you know, but like the reality is like, that's, that's not it. You know, and some, another artist chimed in like, well, maybe you should be thinking about the developers and not, uh, and, and not picking on artists. And I essentially, and I was like, damn, like that's really messed up because there was a similar thing that was happening, right? Like when people were telling Black Lives Matter activists and BYP that they should be, they should march in their own communities, right. not downtown. Right. And I'm like, right. you don't get to adjudicate. So he's, Ricky has some interesting points and thoughts in there. First off, like, what are your impressions? How did you first hear that? And like that first response? Uh, so yeah, uh, the first thing that I saw about this was um, Ricardo had, 
he shared the the video. Oh, so first of all, um, shout out to Vam because they are our homies, and I think that they did a fantastic job with uh, with the video um, and sort of highlighting us and and getting us to talk about like our like goals and and what we wanted to accomplish at the time. Um, and I, I do think to a certain extent, um, that video itself is like, is it's sort of looking like through, um, a lens or their sort of, um, their, uh, idea of what our space was at that time. So that, so that's, that's one thing. And I think that he was, um, responding a lot to, to that. To their framing more and than to what y'all do. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. More than that. Um, and I think one of the things that I just and and let me just say first of all a couple of things like um, I know about the work that Ricardo Gamboa does and I respect him a lot and I think that he's an incredibly intelligent and influential artist um, in Chicago. However, one of the things that I didn't really like um, vibe with was um, and and I can't say this like verbatim because it's been so while like the post happened like this all happened back in January. Um, but one of the things that he was like saying was like, this is, wow, like this is like a multicultural like gentrification and I'm going to teach like this, I'm going to talk to my students about like this and like, like, I, like all, you know, that kind of stuff. And from there, I think that, and ultimately this was probably a fault on my part was seeing that and automatically feeling defensive, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, the JoJo is my baby, like it's my right. brainchild, you know what I mean? Like it's- In a lot of ways, it's, it's you. It, right? In a lot, it's, it's, in it's a lot own, of ways, it's, it's me. It's my ideas right. um, manifest in the world, you know? Right. Um, and and it felt, at the time, it felt just like this unwarranted um, attack. And one of the things that, um, and I don't, and I don't use the word attack, um, lightly, because it did feel that way at the, at that time, um, and uh, so one of the things that sort of um, bothered me about it is that I'm a person, like I said earlier, uh, I'm a dialogue seeker, mm-hmm. and I and and I th- and I think that a part um, a part of this interaction um, with Ricky um, helped me realize that a little bit more, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there were sort of like positive benefits on a personal level from having that interaction. Um, I, in a lot of ways, I guess the thing that bothered me was this instant sort of critique and this instant sort of, um, um, I don't know, this just assumption about about what it is that we do or what we're trying to do um, without. And one of the things that I said, I remember one of the things that I said um, on the Facebook post and the conversation was, well, I mean, like, if you feel this way, why don't you, like, reach out to us instead of do this? Why don't you um, talk to us and have a conversation with us instead of doing this? Um, you know, he he grew up in Pilsen. He's indigenous to that neighborhood. And um, we, at that point, already had the realization that, I mean, we're occupying a space that is sort of um, maybe not in the strictest sense of the, of the word, like, meant for us, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So we're occupy. We we are. We are occupying a space, and our mentality had always been: what what ways can we like sort of like give back to the folks who are indigenous to this neighborhood, and what ways can we collaborate with those people, and what and what ways can we those people? That sounds awful, <laughs> but with you know the folks who are who are in Pilsen, what ways can we collaborate with those artists and highlight their work and tell their story and that sort of thing? And I think I said something along those lines, just like we want to provide a voice 
um, for a POC for for queer. I'm a I'm a queer identifying um, black male um, who's an artist in Chicago, right? And so a lot of sort of the um, ideals of the space come from from that come from me, um, and just sort of wanting to. I just felt that, yeah, I, I want, I wish there'd been more of a discussion about it. And, and, and upon that invitation, it was sort of more of the same and more of the, but this is my point X, Y, and Z. And so I just felt that we weren't hearing each other. Um, I also, I want, I, I've, I've, I have learned a lot, I feel like mm-hmm. personally, and I've grown a lot since that point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like exponentially, really. And I feel like I've become like more aware of certain things, and there and there is a matter of complicity in the things that we are complicit in, and the structures and stuff that we sort of contribute yeah, to yeah. that I that I hadn't had the realization of at that point. But that goes back into me saying like wanting to have a dialogue and right. wanting to have a conversation because. And I think that's what's difficult about like structural critique, right? Because a, a, a lot of what hearing it back of what he was really commenting towards is bigger than the dojo and bigger. It than is. It's, it's a. It truly it's a is a generational structural like capitalism yeah. rooted thing of 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 what's happening in Pilsen and then this just being of gentrification right. and i mean art can be um <laughs> art can f- be lubrication yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For, or, gent- or, for gentrification you know what i mean yeah. it can operate that way if you're not careful but it doesn't mean that y'all sh- it, it, and then it becomes the question of like who says who should or shouldn't make something and be in that space and that's like doesn't mean that y'all shouldn't make what you make in air right. quotes or does it just mean that when you operate in the world as we all have to, you make decisions uh, factoring these things in and you decide like how to structure what you do? I I mean, I think I think the latter. I think, you know, part of doing what we do is taking on that responsibility of saying, like, what environment am I in? Yeah. Who is my audience? Who am I trying to reach? Who am I talking to? What do I want to say? Who who should say it like who should have that that conversation and a a lot of like and we've gotten more critiques since then you know um uh folks coming in and and having a singular experiences with something that they didn't necessarily vibe with and but the the major difference um in between this instance with ricardo gamboa and other instances of critique is i think the public nature of it well that but also the other folks had actually been. <laughs> They'd actually showed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm a, I'm a big fan of like gathering empirical evidence. Like, yeah. um, like do your research in that way as well. I understand like the I I, I under, I've come to understand the sort of that intellectual argument behind it and these like structural systems that are are right. so much bigger than us. But on on a seriously like just most basic level, it's like I'm an artist out here trying to do this thing and I am not you know perfect and I welcome conversation and I welcome critique and I personally the collaborative nature of the space and the things that we do as an art collective can extend into accountability and can extend into ways to sort of restructure like what we do and how we do it Um, and that's the thing that I that I would like to invite more than just like a passing critique because I, I feel that that's unfair, we're, you know? We're about to run out of time, which is why we didn't even talk about the fact that you're like a 
like a, a, I do, a Shakespearean I do actor and like have been in movies and plays on theaters <laughs> in theaters across the city and it's across okay. the country. I, I, yeah. I do have one quick thing. Yeah. Do, what's up? Is your like Halloween figured every year? Do you just like go as James Baldwin? <laughs> like for real? Like, did you like, were you like born on the day that he died? Like, it's, you know, those like oh, Facebook posts of like a, an old, like, like native I know, indigenous and you find somebody like I've born done as Jimi Hendrix before I've done that I will say like even mannerisms even sometimes <laughs> even something in your tone like you could like you should do like a one man show Dude, of, here's of my ball. thing I was you just about to talk about and, this and do you want to can I tell you a yes. goal of mine really quick and I hope Christiana is listening one of my goals is to hopefully convince Christiana one day to write like something of a one man show about James Baldwin and to have Derek Sanders direct it that would be like my direct? dream are you serious dream goal you're gonna have have someone else yeah play I, I, i'll no i'll just play it oh, Derek sanders will direct it he's okay. a he's a dope oh okay um, okay director um, we can have ergo producer oh, you, but yeah it'll be a beautiful thing oh yeah i thought you said your own name nah, <laughs> no, nah. Derek sanders. we're gonna that's, make, a we're, that's a totally different different person. dk we're gonna make <laughs> this happen um so so tell christine all right I, I, I might have a plug with that i might, yeah, I, might no. I might be able to get her ear we yeah. we, we we happen to we're close personal friends yes absolutely Thank you so much for being here and for like digging in on this conversation that was like we said absurd because of the work is the personal in this. Thank you for like being open to that conversation. Thanks for having me, man. Um, where can folks find out about stuff coming up at the dojo, other shows that you're in, all that stuff? How should they keep up? Um, okay. So yeah, we've got um a Facebook page facebook.com slash the dojo shy we've got instagram on there we've got some events coming up i actually have one uh that i'm heading tonight at a refuge live which is this um bar uh in the in the loop and we're doing it with it's a ria the second release show music and we're doing that tonight and we also have started to do weekly um rock shows curated by my roommate and co-founder alex palma at everybody show out theater on the west side um, want those blue man tickets Alex yeah Palma you gotta come through with the blue man tickets bro <laughs> um, we have our second Latinx show curated by um, all Latino and Latinx artists um, uh, in Chicago um, the first one was super lit and really great um, salsa music and and just the best kind of art that you want to see by brown people um, that's coming up later this month October 14th Word. and more so peep the Facebook page. Please. Thank you so much again. We'll be back next week with another strong young voice from Chicago and beyond on the radio. Look at that. Check us out. Much love to the people. Peace.